Any information or advice discussed on this podcast is general and does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation, or needs. It's recommended that you consult appropriate licensed professionals who can tailor specific advice for you. Welcome back to Real Property, the podcast that opens the door to the dynamic world of real estate. Over the next 20 minutes, we're set to explore one of the most fascinating urban tales of property triumph, the Melbourne property market and its stunning evolution over the past 30 years. Melbourne, Australia's city by the bay, isn't just about breathtaking street art, vibrant culture and a coffee scene that other cities can only dream about. It's also a place where the property market has been firing on all cylinders from the late 90s tech boom to the early 2000s surge, and even through the rollercoaster ride of COVID-19, these streets have stories etched into every sold sign and auction bid. So find that comfy chair, pour yourself a Melbourne latte, and let's dive into the property history of one of the world's most livable cities. Welcome to Real Property. Imagine stepping into a time machine and whizzing back to Melbourne's property market three decades ago. Back then, the average home was within reach for many Australians, a stark contrast to the towering figures we see today. So let's journey through Melbourne's property scene over the past 30 years where the transformation has been nothing short of phenomenal. Over these last 30 years, while some assets have sputtered along, Melbourne's real estate has been a runaway train of value surge. We're talking about a whopping 459% increase in the median property value. Put another way, if Melbourne's property market were an athlete, it would be smashing records left, right and centre, averaging a sprint of 5.9% per annum in annual compounding terms. It's important to note that Melbourne hasn't been running this marathon alone. It's clinched the gold, but close on its heels, we have markets like Sydney and Hobart flashing impressive growth numbers as well. Yet Melbourne has consistently pushed ahead, outpacing the rest with more stable incremental gains. This steadiness comes despite the ebb and flow of economic conditions, taxation and monetary policy shifts, and even the more recent juggernaut, a global pandemic. But what's been the secret to Melbourne's success? Ask CoreLogic's research director, Tim Lawless, and he'll point towards strong population growth and milder affordability challenges compared to other capital cities like Sydney. It's this consistency that has acted as the wind beneath Melbourne's property market wings, ensuring continual upward momentum. It's revealing to note that house values have generally risen more substantially than units across most regions. This seems to reflect a strong desire for the Australian dream, a home to call one's own with a little bit of earth beneath your feet. And as these homes have risen in stature over the decades, alongside have risen their worth, much more so than the compact convenience of apartment living. Yet standing here in the present, can we expect Melbourne's property prices to keep doubling up every 10 years? That's the myth that's been making rounds as a real estate urban legend. However, the data and trends we've observed seem to 
to challenge this while six cycles of growth and decline have played out over the span of these 30 years, they all indicate a journey that's unique to each era's economic landscape. So suggesting a reliable pattern would be as accurate as predicting Melbourne's often talked about four seasons in one day weather. So while the broad strokes tell us that dwelling values in major cities climbed at least around 5% per annum on average, it's not uniform. The market has its favourite hotspots and chilly nooks. For instance, in Melbourne, some inner suburbs have exploded beyond 700% growth, making the city's property market one of vivid contrasts and shining possibilities. Let's dwell just a moment longer on just how substantial this growth has been. Back in the early 90s, who would have thought that old homes in areas like Fitzroy and Carlton North would one day become the coveted castles of cashed-up downsizers and blossoming families, driving demand and prices through the roof. It's this metamorphosis from the sleepy market of the yesteryears to the pulsating heart of Australian real estate today that truly encapsulates Melbourne's property market, a surge that spans 30 years and frankly one that shows just how much of a long game the property market really is. So whether you've been a part of this narrative or are just tuning in, the story of Melbourne's property market is a reminder that good things don't just come to those who wait, they come to those who invest wisely and hold on for the ride. When we zoom in on the real estate canvas of Melbourne, a brilliant palette of suburban success stories emerges, each with its own narrative of growth and prosperity. Today, let's roam through some of those standout suburbs that aren't just dots on a map, but gold mines of property value. We'll start our tour with Beachside St Kilda West, a suburb that's ridden the waves of economic tides to achieve a stunning 1,232% increase in property value. Imagine, if you will, a time warp back to 1990 when homes here were significantly more modest in price. Fast forward 30 years and you'll find a median price tag that's burgeoned to an impressive $2.87 million, not far behind with its prestigious retreats and holiday charm is Portsea. This coastal gem has seen a soaring 1,201% climb, reaching a median value of $2.22 million. Now that's an investment that could rival any stock market. What about the inner city neighbourhoods? Seddon and Kingsville stand proudly with the Giants, marking growths over 1,000%. Their transformation from humble working class suburbs to million dollar enclaves is nothing short of extraordinary. Property prices, which once hovered below $93,000, have comfortably settled above the $1 million benchmark. And then there's the picturesque St. Andrew's Beach. This hidden jewel also made its mark, joining the 1000% club with Grace. These areas represent more than just numbers and percentages. They are testimonies to strategic urban development, lifestyle appeal, and a community's evolution. Let's not forget the likes of Flinders with its rural coastal allure or the ever so chic Alfington. Each suburb tells a tale of shifting demographics, renewed infrastructure, and flourishing local economies, all playing pivotal roles in their property market success. Areas that once were on the fringes like Taylor's Lakes have now become hubs for families seeking space and serenity with the accompanying amenities to match. The ripple effect of the desire for larger living areas, especially post-COVID, is palpable across these regions. This isn't merely a circumstantial spurt of fortune. It's the result of decades of consistent appeal, innovative design, and the magnetic draw of Melbourne's lifestyle. 
renovations, overhauls, and a robust local culture all feed into these significant gains. As Melbourne has expanded and contracted, these suburbs have managed not just to weather the storm, but to surge ahead, exemplifying resilience and an enduring appeal. Whether it's the ocean's call from the bayside or the bustling high streets of the inner city, the recipe for success is clear location, community, and a vision for the future. When it comes to property market folklore, there's one tale as old as time, or at least as old as modern mortgages, and that's the belief that property prices double every 10 years. It's a notion that's been bandied about at dinner parties, whispered among hopeful investors, and even used as a motivational mantra among the real estate echelons. But folks, let's get grounded in the real world, and specifically, let's take a look at Melbourne's market to see how real those growth expectations have matched up to reality. Sure, Melbourne's property market has had a all watching in awe over the last 30 years, charting a 459% core skyward. That's like, I don't know, a high rise of growth. To put it into a digestible number, that's a smashing 5.9% per annum in annual compounding terms eye-popping, right? Especially when you hear about some inner suburbs skyrocketing even more astoundingly, over 700% increases like the meteoric rise of Yara's real estate climbing 779%. I mean, strolling down streets like Fitzroy and Carlton North has become a literal walkthrough of treasure troves of property gold. But here's where the myth starts to unravel like a cheap sweater. If property prices really doubled every decade, we'd be looking at what, a 900% increase in 30 years. And while Melbourne's rise is impressive, it's not quite on par with that old adage. Plus, this whole idea assumes a continuous and predictable pattern of growth but I hate to break it to you guys, real estate is more a roller coaster than a merry-go-round. Different regions experience growth spurts and slowdowns at varying paces due to factors beyond just passing time. Think economic policy, demographic shifts, and so much more. Tim Lawless from CoreLogic tosses in that truth bomb, stating that most cities have seen an annual growth rate between 5 and 6%. He's the research director, so you can bet he's crunched these numbers backward and forwards. It's this kind of real growth data that punctures the buoyancy of the every 10 years myth, like a pin to a balloon. And though we wish it was just as simple as etching a mark on the wall to watch our property investments grow, the fact is it's about as accurate as trying to predict the weather. Sure, I can tell you it'll rain in the future, but good luck getting me to name the day and time. Dr. Shane Oliver from AMP Capital pipes up with a reminder that while past downturns have been brief and soon turned the corner, we're looking down the barrel of an era where the old patterns might not repeat. We're facing higher cash rates, fixed mortgage rates reluctant to nosedive back to their record lows, and let's not even start on the debt-to-income ratios and all the regulatory red tape. So as dreamy as it is to fantasize about property prices doubling every 10 years, Melbourne's shifting landscape tells us otherwise. It's crucial to unpack these myths, not to dampen spirits, but to foster a property market mindset that's nimble, nuanced, and most of all, anchored in reality. So here's a toast to the number crunchers and market analysts for keeping our property dreams in check and for ensuring we all keep our eyes on the real prize, sustainable, realistic growth. 
And now let's dial into the crystal ball of property forecasts. As we sift through the insights of Real Estate Sages, we attempt to chart the course that Melbourne's property market may steer in the near future. As always with forecasting, seasoned experts have their eyes fixed on a range of indicators from economic signals to policy shifts that could either buoy or batter the market. Looking ahead, there's a consensus that the horizon might not shimmer as brightly as it did in the heady days of unbridled growth. Dr. Shane Oliver, AMP Capital's chief economist, paints a picture that's tinged with caution. According to him, the future's likely script won't feature the rapid price climbs we've been accustomed to. One reason? Interest rates. Now, this might sound like a financial lingo, but in plain speak, we're talking about the cost of borrowing money for a mortgage. When those rates are low, they're like steroids for property prices. Oliver doesn't see those ultra low rates making a comeback. So if you're banking on a cheap loan to float your property dreams, the tide may be turning. There's chatter about other factors that could muscle in on the market's trajectory. Our debt-to-income and price-to-income ratios are pretty high up there. For the uninitiated, this simply means people owe a lot compared to what they earn and that homes are pricey when weighed against incomes. Banking overseers, concerned citizens, and the finicky nature of lending could mean our property market's feverish dance of the last three decades might lose some steps. It sounds like we're gearing up for a period where the market catches its breath after a staggering sprint. Yet in amongst the prophecies of a slowdown, Melbourne still holds a trove of desirability that might keep it from falling off the map. What's next? Only time will tell, but with ears to the ground and eyes on the prize, we'll be here to share the latest twist in Melbourne's property story. Thank you for listening this far to our podcast. If you are enjoying it, please subscribe and follow to get the latest episodes in your feed as soon as they drop. We will catch you next time on Real Property. Real Property.